Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <laughs> listen, Uncle Sam going to find a way to get there no matter what. So it don't matter if they listen to the hey, Listen, hey, listen. You just, I'm gonna overpay you. Just get. Like, I just can't go to jail though. I can't. I can't do that. We can't. We can't get to Uncle Sam. Half the reason why I need all the jobs. You think that you got something going good with one, and then Uncle Sam take his cut. You like, man, this ain't nothing. So oh, I got to get another one to make up for Uncle Sam. Yeah. <laughs> you like, hold on. They be like, uh, like, see, you, you know, when you, when you working in this industry and you be young, you, you never even think that you hit another tax bracket. But when you see, when you touch another bracket, you be like, "What? What kind of what kind of black magic is this?" <laughs> what the rest of it? Well, the, the crazy thing about me is, you know, I started off with the NFL checks, Oof. so I seen what the highest tax bracket looks Ooh, like. Boy. Then I felt, then once that was over, and I had to get you know a regular job, you know, I, I was like, "Man, this ain't." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this is why I can respect you. Like, like you went from you didn't you didn't touch all spectrums. You touched the you you didn't touch that where that one where you like, oh man, I could get the one spectrum where you say, I could buy any shoes I want right now. And I could go out to eat afterwards, three, four, five, six, ten times, and it don't even matter. Cheesecake factory, here I come. Then you get you like, okay, I gotta get a regular job. You like, oh, this is <laughs> what the heck is this? I don't know. But, I swear. And now you now you back down. Now you trying to build back up, and you know that's what that's all it's about. That's what it's about. And one team that is trying to build back up um, is uh, is the Cleveland Browns. Training camp is coming up a week before. Um, you know, guys is getting together and, and you know getting ready to do. Um, you know, get ready for the season. Uh, when you were playing, um, what was that week before? What was that week before camp looking like? What and what were you doing um, in terms of you know? Uh, staying, making sure you was ready to go in shape, trying to heal any, any injuries, and what was your mindset going into training camp? All right, so coming the around this time, you trying to come into training camp hot because the number one, the most embarrassing thing, and the thing that they want to know is, did you work in them last, them little six or five, six, seven weeks you had off? Did you do anything? And so you always wanted to come in and in shape. So around these times, you know, I was playing mock games, and that's the thing. A lot of a lot of the great ones. If you want to be great at this game, it's gonna be some stuff that you got to do. Cause fo- trying to get in football shape is tough. The only way to get in football shape is to play football. So what I used to do is I used to literally run plays and imagine it was a whole 20, 21 other dudes out there. I go through play calls. 
I go through formations on the field. So if I'm at safety, I'm like, oh, it's two by two. I'm making calls to, to nobody because I'm out there by myself on the field. And I'm just playing a game. They call it like play drives. So I'm doing like maybe, all right, this, this series is going to be seven plays. So I'm running seven plays, and I'm always trying to run to the ball. Like if I'm the backside safety or the backside corner, I'm sprinting down the field 70 yards from the backside trying to tag off on an imaginary running back. So that was just some of the things that I did. You know, obviously I'm taking care of my soft tissue. You know, I'm doing um, – I'm stretching. I'm doing flex bands. I'm uh, foam rolling, making sure that I'm getting rid of all those soft tissues. So when I – so like I said, when I check in the camp, because, you know, I'm an undrafted guy, and they looking for any reason to get rid of me, and it's that serious to me. So I got to make sure that I'm ready to go and I'm clicking on all cylinders. So that's pretty much what I'm doing is getting in shape that way, taking care of any soft tissues and making sure I'm going over that playbook. You know, you know, me myself, you know, it's one of the things that I'm, I'm actually working to do right now. I'm doing the same thing when it comes ready for the football season, right? We, as analysts or, or hosts or, or content creators, you're starting to ramp back up and do some things to, to get ready for the season because you're going to have Browns content every single day. You're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, I want to get get into one thing that I've been looking at. I, I got a couple videos coming out. It's a series on Jim Schwartz. And um, it's a really a, a deep dive into the wide nine technique. And when you look at the wide nine technique and your defensive ends are outside of, of the furthest guy to line of scrimmage, um, especially when you talk about the strong side of the formation outside the tight end, um, and then you got a five technique somewhere on the other other side. Coming from where, what I've been looking at, one of the things that I think um, I wanted to get into is the strengths and the weaknesses. One of the strengths is the fact that, you know, if you got a guy like Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith outside, um, outside zone plays are pretty much dead. Like, yeah. that's not happening. Um, and, and from a safety standpoint, because the safety and the defensive end are in lockstep because now the safety is rolling in the box a little bit. And now, especially if the safety needs to get to a cover three situation or or if they're going to run cover two, the safety can stay back a little bit. But how is that relationship on a wide nine uh, with the secondary, and what are some strengths and disadvantages of the wide nine? So with the wide nine, the one thing that you know is that the ball should never get outside. At worst-case scenario, that guy is going to make that ball cut back, and he's going to have to run it in between that tackle or that tight end and the guards at some point. So if you trust that your DN is going to do a job, and this is the thing. This is where it gets hairy. This is where chemistry may, plays a huge part in it because you got a guy like Miles Garrett, and you can't, you just you can't make Miles Garrett be a robot. Yes, his the playbook says that that Miles Garrett should stay outside and leverage everything. But Miles Garrett is one of the best football players in in the NFL. So if he sees the play, he's got to make it. The advantages of being a safety is that you have time and distance. So what that means is I'm far back enough. I can see Miles. If Miles decides that, hey, I'm about to knife this thing, meaning I'm taking the inside route because I feel like I can make the play, it's up to that safety to make him right. So, yes, it might say that I fit inside of Miles on this play, but if Miles sees it and I got, I can see Miles go inside to try to make a play, then it's on me to, to, to then now leverage that ball, which if I'm in cover three and I'm a buzz player anyway, that's my job anyway to be secondary contained. So that's right there is where it's going to get interesting, but you just have to play off for the DN. You have to watch it. It was similar to when I was in college and I played with Joey Bosa. If I'm on Joey Bosa's side, yeah, Joey Bosa's supposed to stay outside and I'm supposed to fit inside. But as I'm running down to the ball to make the play, 
if Joey then took the, the knife the thing and went inside, then it's on me to make him right. And that's the signs of a good defense. Looking at being able to make your guy right, even if he tries to make a play. And, and, you know, uh, you know, talking to Tyvis Powell and North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, of course, former Ohio State Buckeye, now working uh, for the Browns Radio Network, Big Team Network, uh, still contributing down at Ohio State uh, in their NIL program as well. Um, you know, looking at the, the, the situation with Jim Schwartz, um, you know, I looked at some of the film going back, and, and this is going to be something, I, I, Tyvis, I think you're going to talk about all year. A lot of people don't know. Jim Schwartz is not going to blitz. He has something in common with Joe Woods. He is not a huge blitzer. Now, he when in, at Tennessee, he blitzed, I, I think, less than 8% of the time. He said, mm-hmm. but he didn't really he really didn't need to because he had the guys up front that he needed to do what he needed to do. When you mm-hmm. are when you are a zone team, because they're not gonna run too much, man. When you are a zone team and you are, you have your cover, your corners playing cover three, um, a lot of the a lot of times people will say, why are the cover, why are your corners playing back so deep? Why are why are they not close to the line of scrimmage? Can you explain to them, to the to the people out there, why a lot of teams run cover three and why that is their base package when you know it seems like they're giving up eight yards uh, on you know hitches or comeback routes? What is the philosophy behind that defense? Well, the philosophy is really the Bill Belichick philosophy when you run cover three. You want your guys to stay on top of the routes. Why? Because you want to make these drives turn into 10, 11, 12 play drives. Because in those 10, 11, 12 plays, somebody's going to make a mistake. You're going to get a false start. You're going to get a holding. Something like that's going to happen. But what you can't come back from is somebody getting bombed and they scoring a touchdown on the play. That's where it gets detrimental. So the reason that you want your guys to stay on top is because you want to extend these drives. Now, in these cover three defenses, you know, you have guys that's supposed to get there for the uh, for, for comebacks and the stop routes. You know, you got your buzz players there. But it gets hard because these quarterbacks are really good. And if they're doing, a, you know, they, they're doing a 999, which means that it's all driven off of the quarterback's eyes, you know, it's hard to really see where these wide receivers are. So these guys got to get to their spot quick and then set up and be able to make plays like that. But the reason that, you know, they want them to play off like that is to prevent the deep ball and try to keep everything in front of you, which that's, I mean, that's the philosophy of all of, of a good defensive back or a good defensive secondary. Yeah, and one of the, you know, as I look at it, and like I said, we I got a series coming out. But one of the things that I thought was very fascinating is, you know, he talked about his philosophy um, with his bliss package. He said, listen, you know, he learned from Bill Belichick. He said, if you got a good quarterback, you rush four. If you got a bad quarterback, rush five. Um, and the thought process is behind that, you you actually want to give them um, an opportunity to make the mistake, like you said. If you're if you're blitzing five, he said one. You know, one of the things was I was playing against Aaron Rodgers, and we were uh, with the Lions, and we we blitz Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers was like ninety five percent. Actually, it made the read easier because the ball was out and we couldn't get home even if we blitzed. He said, mm-hmm. what we wanted to do is we actually wanted him to have time to throw the football. And that gave us time up front to get home. And it gave us an opportunity to cause an errant throw or errant pass that we may be able to cover and get an interception from. And and I don't I that's that was to me, that was something that that you know, even as a player learning about was cool because now I see the chess match and what he's looking to do. Yeah, 
I mean, that's, you know, a lot of people was frustrated with Joe Woods last year for not blitzing. And that was, I, I understood the philosophy because, like I said, I played in that defense, so I understood where he was coming from. You know, you think, you tell somebody, you tell a defensive coordinator, hey, I'm going to give you Miles Garrett, I'm going to give you Jadavion Smith, I mean, Jadavion Clowning, and, and you go, and I want you to get after the quarterback. You would think, man, if I got two of the, the who's supposed to be the best pass rushers in this game, I don't need to send that many people because I think that they're going to win their matchups. And I can then protect my secondary and have more people dropped in coverage and make the, the read cloudier for the quarterback. You know, if he has nowhere to go with the ball, then you, now you're talking about throwing the check down because you got more people in coverage or you got him trying to force a throw that shouldn't be there. So that's why I wasn't always mad at Joe Woods for what he did. But now that, but now you see that this, this, this front office have realized that, you know, Joe Woods might have had the right philosophy but he didn't have the right personnel, mm-hmm. which is what I kept telling everybody last year. What Joe Woods was trying to do, I don't think he got the right personnel for it. Jim Schwartz comes in, and they give they get D-line crazy. They got some <laughs> of the best D-linemen that you've ever seen. I mean, all of them, every last one of them have the ability to, to win in a pass rushing matchup. So now they can play that zone behind them because now you got four dudes down on the defensive line that can get home. So – Therefore, the quarterback's acceleration is or his clock is going to speed up, and now you're forcing him to throw something that might not be there. Now you got these DBs finally making plays, or you got these linebackers dropping in coverage. Now you you do want to have those linebackers that can move around. You don't you want the undersized, speedy linebackers because now they can flood them zones and get in and out of their breaks and make plays on the ball. So I think right now it's the philosophy is perfect for what they have. I think they did a, a tremendous job addressing the need for the defensive line on the pass rush side. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I love the chess match. Um, and, you know, there's uh, – I, I love the philosophy. I think Schwartz says something like this, and maybe you could add something to it because, generally speaking, when I mean, you're talking about defense, a lot of people don't understand what defensive backs do. A lot of people don't really understand, you know, what defensive linemen do because it's just like, okay, well, how many six five guys, you know, and you don't really watch the ball. Like you see somebody catch the ball in from a, from a, in front of a DB, but you don't know the down, or excuse me, you don't know what the what the play call was and what that guy's assignment was. So Jim Schwartz talked about a, a concept where he says, you know, we don't really look at the front, right? We don't look at the offensive line. We don't look at t- in terms of. Where's the running back? Where's the protection? Are they sliding? Are they man-to-man? Whatever. He said, when we come up with our blitz package and we come up with our blitz schemes, what we like to do is we started to rush a specific part of the field. Not where um, not where the quarterback is, but where we think the quarterback would be. And I thought that was very uh, groundbreaking. You say traditionally we, you would have a wide five, seven, whatever, and everybody had rush lanes and integrity. Now, I don't know if you've played for anybody like this, but he this blew my mind. He said, but we only are going to contain to one side. He said, we only contain on one side. So, meaning that the quarterback, you know, he can run around, but my defensive end, he said, I would like my right defensive end or my stud defensive end he, to have a free reign of what he does inside, outside, and he does not have contained to that side of the field because we've determined that we actually want the quarterback if he does roll out that way, it's fine because we already know that he has, he has weaknesses to that point. Expound on that because I for me, that was something that was brilliant is the fact that the defensive end, you think is two contains, but one of them has the free will to make inside, outside moves, whatever the case may be. Well, I mean, think about it. If, that, if you're telling me that 
that that that person that you're giving that responsibility to is a Miles Garrett. I mean, that's perfect. That's exactly what he wants. Now you got a guy who's not playing timid. You know, he's not worried about where, oh, oh man, I got to make sure that I stay outside. You know, I don't have to worry about that. I'm going to do what's best. And you you tell Miles Garrett, like I say, this this season is prime for Miles to have one of his best seasons mm-hmm. ever. I mean, this could be – everybody talks about his defensive player of the year caliber. I think this is – he's finally got the coach. He's finally got the right scheme. This should be his, D, his DPOY year. If he don't get it this year, then I don't know. But to tell somebody that you got free reign and you can't be wrong in whatever decision you decide, now you got guys playing loose and free. And that's what you want. You don't want people out there thinking. The worst thing is having a football, telling a football player to make a decision. No, it, it's, it's quick. Everything is raw for reaction. You don't got time to think on this game. So I think now that he's, he's, he's dumbing it down like that and making it that easy, I think now you're going to see guys fly around because they're going to be more loose. I, I remember at Ohio State when we switched our defense and it, they took all the thinking out of it and just see, you saw what you saw and you went. That's when we became a really good defense, and I think that's exactly what he's about to do there. I mean, obviously, you got to have contained on one side, but if you're giving that other guy, like Zadarius or Miles, the two-way go to do whatever, and we're going to make you right, like that, that's what you want to see. That's where you get those those pass rushes that become relentless. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, you know, about a minute here, Tyvis. Um, overall, when, when camp comes up, um, what are you what are you looking for in the first preseason game? What do you want to see in the, in the preseason? Would you play your guys more to get the rhythm or would you sit them? <laughs> so that so the first preseason game they they not playing cuz it's the Hall of Fame game. They're not that you don't want to overdo it. But for the second and third game, I think you definitely have to play them because of how your how your schedule starts off this year. You know, you start off with division games and you start off with teams that's in the AFC. You know, you know how tough it is, how that tough the AFC is going to be this year with all the talent that's come over there. You can't afford to go down. You can't afford to have a slow start. And I think with Cincinnati having, you know, having to replace a whole secondary, you can take advantage of that if you're clicking on all six, all cylinders coming out the gate. So I think, you know, Kevin Stefanski does, he usually does a good job of trying to rest his guys and making sure they're fresh for the season. But I think that their schedule is prime for them to be able to come out in this preseason go a little bit harder than what they do, see a lot more playing time. Like I said, I'm not suggesting that they play the whole game, not at all. I was suggesting game two, after the Hall of Fame game, that they play a quarter, then the game, the next game they play a half. And then the fourth game, you sit them down and let them get ready for the season. But I don't think you can do what you normally did where, you know, they play like seven, ten, seven to ten plays or something like that and think that you're going to come out and just be firing on all cylinders, especially – you know, you got to give this crowd something, this, these fans something to believe in coming into this season. And the last time they seen Deshaun Watson out there, you know, everything wasn't glitz and glamour. Hey, listen, man, Tyvis, I appreciate you. Um, wonderful work as always. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all. Go Browns. All right, man. Tyvis Powell, North Olmsted, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hotline. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.